presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I'm here, Pamela and Maria, Dr. Maria Johnson, Dr. T. And I have been talking a while, and I knew I would be impressed, okay? But, oh, my gosh, this woman is blowing me away right now. Maria Johnson, medical astrologist. Uh, you know, we're, she's going to talk about the contribution of astrology in medicine or astrodiagnosis. And, uh, you know, you guys um, saw the episode page and probably read about her. Uh, but uh, I want Maria to also share a little bit about her. Good evening. Good morning, everybody. The beautiful Plus people you have a cute in accent. the world. I- she has a cute accent too, doesn't she? Yeah. Well, Aww. I have, I don't know if it's Italian accent or if it's German accent because I speak both languages. So, uh, you know, I mix up the languages. I'm, I, I <laughs> excuse myself already in advance if I sometimes don't find words in English. No. Uh, I am Italian, uh, living in uh, Switzerland since many, many years. So we are in the German-speaking part of Switzerland. Here is one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and, um, oh, well, thank you, know. you Maria. God. Well, thank you, you, Elisa, because I was really looking forward to this uh, show. And um, I am an ex-surgeon. Uh, um, uh, well, means medical doctor. I studied as well Ayurveda or Ayurvedic medicine. And um, out of a hobby, I started at the age of about 14 with astrology. I uh, learned uh, astrology primarily as a hobby, and I left it for many, many years. And then suddenly I I thought, well, I want to know what uh, happened when I was ill at at a very young age. So um, during my studies in India, I was always exchanging my experiences, my thoughts with uh, Vedic astrologers, and they are very, very deep. They have really mm. beautiful insights. Oh, gosh. So I left um, medical in the sense, I, I still do have my practice, but I do no longer work, you know, in a hospital or emergency because I was an emergency. And I've seen it, I've done it, I've been there, I had enough. I thought, there must, the t-shirt. <laughs> there must be something more. There must be something more. I am very curious in nature. I want to know. I want to explore. So I decided to go deeper into medical astrology, which is very complex. Um, I have to say it's very complicated. There is no software that gives you a diagnosis. So when I do um, have a charge from, from a patient, uh, either there is already a diagnosis or if it's not, I have to figure it out by myself. So that means I have to start from scratch to yes. um, to understand what is the, the cause because I want to know the cause. Yeah, that's important. Well, as a doctor myself, uh, you know, nowadays they have all these protocols based on algorithms. And um, but for me, you know, I guess that wouldn't work out because – for me, I just knew in my heart, I just intuited mm-hmm. what was wrong with the patient. Not all the time, but most of the time, I just kind of knew. And, um, 
you know, I don't think it's because I'm brilliant. It's just because I was channeling it for some from somewhere. And you were well, talking before the show that you have clear senses that you have psychic abilities, which is pretty cool for and very helpful for you as a physician. Well, I feel it somehow uh, because when I do an anamnesis, I mean, anamnesis is uh, is, is the basic to get information out of the patient. I want to know uh, what's happening in his life, what uh, um, any sort of information as a back to get the basic out, uh, out from the patient. But wait, what did you say? It was amnesis. What is it? Anamnesis. When when uh, when you do the, the oh, oh, you know oh, uh, now, usually oh, yeah. I got it, got it. Yes, yes. You got it? I got it. Did I, yes, how, yes, did I spell it wrong? <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, I'm struggling with English, okay? So don't worry about it. But, uh, so yeah, uh, that is the basic. And while you discuss with the patient, whatever, uh, you pretty have the feeling uh, to go in the correct direction, you say, mm, perhaps it could be this, perhaps it could be that one. But that is also life experience. It's not only the medical side. It's, it's the feeling for the other person. Yes. What people don't understand sometimes, I call ourselves, I mean, medical doctors, but even if an astrologer, we are profilers. We, we, we really, we, 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 like Sherlock Holmes, we try to figure out what is wrong. Uh, yes. they, they, were, they were calling me actually Sherlock Holmes because I always dig. Uh-huh. I want to know a cause. I don't want to treat a symptom because this is what Western no. medicine does. Yeah, I'm I done that. with that. I, I love that. You know what? You and I are very similar because I'm very often disgusted by um, Western medicine because... Uh, you know, I have had to take people from the clutches of death, my family members, etc., so often mm-hmm. uh, because of the core practices of really famous, you know, uh, well-known, reputable doctors. And it's awful. And it's because, you know, to me, medicine is a calling. It's not a career. And it's not about the big pen reflex where you just write, you know, tests and figure it out that way. You have to intuit. You have to, like you said, analysis, talk to the patient, find out everything about their, not only their symptoms, but their life, their relationships, their finances, well, not all their finances, but, you know, just really yes, yes. down to everything about the patient because you've got to see them as whole. Otherwise, you're not going to, it's not going to work out well for them. And so it's I a holistic approach. Yes, exactly. Before I go into a patient's room or hospital room, or I mean the exam room or whatever, and I did house calls too, I always say, Elisa, you are not freaking leaving this room until you make this person's life at least a little bit better. Anyway, but uh, I don't know. But you I, know what happened to me when I was in India? Tell me. Elisa, I, I, uh, you know, as as Western medicine student, I mean, I had done my studies. Uh, okay, it's fine. Well, uh, I'm a doctor, so I go to India, and I had a professor, and he said to me, uh, "You know, you might be one of the best surgeons on this planet, mm. but you're not able to treat a patient." And I thought, "How dare you tell me something like that?" Oh my and God, so he was right. Was, it was a compliment, right probably. Yeah, what did he mean by that? No. Tell me. He meant, 
you are not able to treat a patient in a proper manner because you have to treat first the patient and not the illness. And he was right. He that was so deep what he what he meant with it. Because I treat the patient, the, the person as such, and not the illness. So this is so, important. But did he think you should be treating the illness rather than the patient? No, 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 no. He he's he's. I I was I I thought. Because I am a Western um, um, doctor yes. from Western medicine, I thought I knew it all. Yes, I didn't know anything at all. <laughs> I know. Because I've been there, done that. So he said to me, you have to treat the person and not the illness. And oh. that is correct. That is correct. Oh, right. If the person as such could be my mother, my sister, my brother, my, who, you know, I see them as... as as a part of it, because it's, as you said, Elisa, it's a calling. It's not a profession in that sense. Yes. We do because we feel to do, because we want to help other people. Obviously, they have to let that uh, happen too. You cannot force yes. anybody. No, but of course not. We feel it. So that is important. That, that when we discuss with a patient what happened to him, what, 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 uh, we have always gone through bad times, good times. Mm. Some people take longer also to um, to figure it out. They they get stuck perhaps ten years ago or what happened twenty five years ago. Uh, I I usually push my patient. I don't stay there. Say okay, well you poor thing. Uh, no, we go for uh, the show must go on. Try to um, yes. not, not think too much about it because otherwise you're this, uh, uh, at the cellular level, your body will respond and you will get sick. Oh, analysis paralysis. Yeah, like, like yes. Bruce Lipton, the biology of belief, you know. Your yes. thoughts can change your DNA. They can change Absolutely. everything. So let me, let me ask you how you got into the medical astrology and, and also how you can implement that. Plus, I want to also know if you can use S, medical astrology on, on our wonderful dogs and cats and other animals. But, but first, yes, tell you me can. the story. You oh, my gosh. It's awesome. So, yeah, tell me how you got into medical astrology. Or first I of all, about myself. Uh, first of all, about myself, because obviously I knew already astrology, then I have my sister-in-law, she's a professional astrologer. So uh, we sat one day together and, and uh, I said, I want to know what happened at that time, what transit caused my uh, um, sickness, because it was nothing in my family. So mm. we went back, because... Uh, um, you know the series uh, CSI, we got the crime, so um, we we have to find who, who, who is the culprit, okay? We, so we go backwards. Yes. Uh, that is, they do, do actually the same in medical astrology. Uh, you oh. want to know when something have occurred at the, at, at, the, at the precise time. For example, it happened last year in March, just to say something. So I go back last year in March. What trends is, were passing in my natal chart because mm. you know there are 12 signs there are 12 houses mm. and each house um, is, has a meaning but more importantly what how do the planets discuss among each other do they like each other or do they uh, are troublemakers or whatever <laughs> i think so i got I a, bunch of, of, uh, I got a bunch of gang members as planets that are 
the Jets and the Sharks are West Side Story fighting each other. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we have to look. No one, uh, nobody on this planet is perfect, and I don't think we aim to to to, to be perfect. We are the, what no. we are. That's it. Yeah. Uh, we just have to make the best out of it. I say to everybody. So I started yes. first of all with myself, then with my family member, and then I started to ask my patients if they would um, give me the permission to look into their chart to see if really it corresponds of what they have a sickness, even if they, some of them did not have a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. But we could then give a diagnosis. Uh, um, astrology is very complex too, because I want to say that before I forget. Uh, in Bologna, uh, uh, in Italy, at the University in Bologna, Physicians were forced to still, uh, to study uh, astrology uh, four years on top. That's amazing. Uh, so they could learn to learn that. Look, the moon has also uh, um, a big impact on on the planet, uh, with, uh, with especially with water. Okay, also in our bodies, water retention. We have in our brain, but uh, um, also water. So. If the moon has an impact on us, also on animals or and the tides, I, I see where you're going with this because they influence the tides too. Right? Yes. So yeah, all the other planets have the same thing. They are not they're just uh, by 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 a chance. Okay, they are just because we want it so. Also, six stars. Um, so medical astrology or astrology as such is very very complex. It's a science. It's also an art, I have to say that. It's, it's mathematics. So they yes. were for, they did study, and then uh, uh, suddenly in the 14th or 15th century, they decided, well, astrology is no longer a science. Instead, please study astronomy, which doesn't make any sense at all. So yeah, why? history, well, yeah, why? It astrology. Away, maybe it gives away too much power from the the. the power mongers that lead our society, the oligarchy. Yes. They are scared. Uh, You you see, I don't want to um, touch on that, you know, the fear mongering that we we are going through at the moment. Um, I try, I say to people, um, try to stay positive, even if it's uh, now it's called coronavirus, uh, perhaps we call it tomorrow, I don't know, with another name. Um, Yeah. If you are in that um, feeling, I don't know. I want. Uh, I don't want to know how the cortisol is. Uh, is uh, must be skyrocketing oh at oh the God. moment with, oh with God. many people because uh, stress. You know, cortisol is a hormone of stress. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, actually, <laughs> excuse me. It's. Uh, uh, it, it's really the, the body is responding. We are not uh, just organic. A sickness uh, comes all the time when the biochemistry is, uh, is up and down. That is an illness. Yeah. Okay, so what did you discover with so, medical astrology about your – oh, I'm sorry if I interrupted. Go ahead. But I do want to uh, eventually touch on what you discovered using medical astrology about your illness as a kid. But go ahead and finish. I discovered, I, I discovered um, that a certain transit went over my natal planets, 
uh, that cause that is actually Jupiter. Jupiter is related in astrology with the liver, but not only. Oh. Uh, but predominantly with uh, with the liver. So he's the lord of the liver, if you want so. And it's passed over my Mars, natal Mars. Mars is um, also a action go uh, moving and also inflammation. Oh. Okay? Yeah, it's aggressive, like male energy, but, like inflammation. Mm-hmm. I got it. So it, uh, it, and hepatitis is inflammation of the liver. Yes. So I, I could also figure out for how long it lasts. It was about seven months. Because mm. strange enough, wow. it, it, you know, sometimes we say the planets go backwards. But at that time, Elisa, we didn't have the medicine that we have nowadays. Yeah. Because nowadays we have, uh, obviously, uh, more potent medicine. And we don't have the big needles anymore than, than they used to be. <laughs> because oh. it was awful. Oh. Yes. Terrible. So I know I got, I got hepatitis C when a drug addict in the ER woke up because you know putting a central line in i mean he mm-hmm. grabbed it out of my hand and stabbed me so it, i would be cool to see oh, that chart but i don't have any more I'm, I'm done with i'm zero viral count well that's interesting wow so all right uh go ahead that's this is fascinating gosh so this this was about myself and obviously family members my own mother because you can use uh, medical astrology also in prophylaxis Okay, so you can avoid if you know that something could uh, may arise somehow try to not to push it. Well, many people uh-huh. understand it. Well, well, you know, that if it happens, then happens. No, please, prophylaxis is more important than curing a disease. But that's really avoid interesting. I was about to ask that. Can you use free will and intention? Like, okay, I know my thing says something's going to happen. In- with my heart next month, but boom, how do you, how do you use that prophylactic? Uh, if I see, a, if for example, I look at the chart and I see that uh, is already a weakness uh, in, uh, in that, in that chart. Say yeah. for example, somebody has a weak immune system. I had, I had a case like that. This, mm. uh, this woman had since birth, a very uh, weak immune system. But nobody could figure out what she had. At the end, I gave her as a diagnosis, uh, Candida albicans. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. As a doctor, you know what it means. Of Candida, it's... <coughs> and, but she had spent years. She had spent a lot of money. Uh, oh. But I saw it immediately. What it, uh, I mean, I don't want to sound arrogant. But I was pretty sure that I was on the right path. Then yeah, it was Canada because uh, when an, uh, a planet it's, which is called Neptune is involved, then sometimes it can happen that uh, you don't find it out or you don't know exactly what it is or it's foggy, oh. you know, mysterious and oh. hidden. So I have to di- really dig into it. But if somebody so- has, for example... Problems with the heart. I can tell the person you have problems with your heart. Please try to avoid whatever we have to look uh, uh, you what your, um, your diet is. Because everything yeah. starts with the food, with the air we breathe, with the water oh God, we yeah. drink. It starts there. 
because that's all that's energy, and we are energy. So yeah, that wow, that uh, that totally makes sense. Now, ne- so you're saying Neptune makes things foggy and diagnoses just a bit yes. harder. Okay, wow. Now Project what about out. Yes. What about people like me who are cuspers? I'm an Aries Taurus cusp cusper. Are, are they? So you have in, both. Medical, you have both. In medical astrology, and my husband is also a cusper. It's like. Scorpio, Sagittarius, and I know that probably not that common, but what does that mean, medical astrology-wise? And you guys can actually Google your birth date and find out if you are a cusper. But yeah, so what does that mean, uh, medical astrology-wise? So I had to look on both uh, uh, signs, uh, Elizabeth, because I really thought that you were an Aries, because I even wrote to that. I, I was asking you if you were an Aries. I had the feeling that you were an Aries. I know. I got uh, a lot of Aries. I am yeah. a double Aries, so I don't know if I say something. Um, with you, I would look at both Taurus okay. and um, uh, Aries, but because the head is correlated to uh, um, Aries, the head is very, very important. Our brain is a control center. The, mm-hmm. Everything happens in in our brain, in our head. Uh, with, without the brain, the central nervous system, nothing w- would work. I mean, you know, there's a doctor yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah. But with a cusp, uh, I I really have to look even deeper oh, because okay. I have to consider two signs, not only oh, one. Gosh, it's so complicated. But it's still possible to use uh, medical astrology on people who are cuspers, who are on the cusp, yes. right? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Now, yes. where does you know trauma and past life trauma, for example, how does that dovetail into um, how to diagnose using medical astrology, or if it can? It. Uh, I mean, it, it is possible. Um, I would look at the 12th house and the 10th house for that. Mm. But sometimes I have got, when I, when I speak to the, to the patient, to the client, I got already a feeling that something is stuck. Uh, he has, um, uh, he doesn't move on in certain things, or he might be shy, or I, I don't know. Uh, but usually past lives, I look at the 10th house or the 12th. Oh, interesting. Okay, because, you know, we all have so many traumas in our life, and some are bleeding through traumas from other lives and, and stuff. So um, it's... I know, I know, I know. But, uh, you know, I, I try to not to emphasize that too much because it is already a trauma. So I don't yeah. want to put more on it. I I will discuss it. Uh, I will, if if I find that it's, it's necessary that, that the patient must know more about it than I really go deep into. But usually I'm a person that push people. I don't, I, I, I always say that overspilled milk, you cannot cry. That's it. Yes. It's happened. Move on. Just move on. So it's almost like you, you are a very positive person. You want the positive outlet. Look, you don't want to look backwards at things you cannot change. And, um, and, and that can make a, a person really worse. Instead, you're looking at these past traumas and saying, "Okay, we're observing them. We're not reacting to them." Exactly. And Observing is fine. We can discuss about it. We can do whatever we want, but don't get stuck there. 
Uh, yeah, it doesn't have emotion attached to it. Oh, I love that. Also, we are not what has happened to us, Elisa, but we are what yeah. we choose to become. Yes. Oh, my God. You should write a whole book of quotes, girl. I swear to God. You have a lot of <laughs> wisdom. And also, I would like you to discuss this. Before we the show started, uh, Peeps, um, she was talking mm-hmm. about how she has psychic and clairsentient abilities and you know it was really hard and she has this amazing relationship with Jesus um which started during her her illness but the only one to truly really encourage her and believe her and support her was her grandmother who I bet mm-hmm. probably had some gifts too but you want to talk about that Maria yes my beloved grandmother I I thank her for many many things that she gave me also her wisdom put it this way she I, I've learned a lot from her she taught me a lot uh, she was the one pushing me my grandmother she was also an Aries like me and mm-hmm. um, she was taking me serious also when I was seeing things because as a child you have you know many people think it is some imagination but I swear I seen Jesus Christ I was ill I was yeah. really ill, and I didn't know who that man was. I said to her, it's him there on the picture. He came to me, he gave me a kiss on my forehead, a oh. forehead, and he said to me not to be scared. And then perhaps, well, I would say three weeks later, I, I wasn't ill anymore. Oh, my but goodness. He gave well, you me know. strength. Yeah. To, to believe in yourself and your abilities and, and he, yeah, of course. And so he came to kiss a fellow light worker. He came to kiss and heal a fellow light worker. I'm sure. I I love anybody that is a light worker because actually there are more on this planet than we think. Uh, oh, we yeah. are really, I, I, I don't know if Darcy's, I don't know if that is the correct yes. term, but yes. we are so many. We want to help people we, because it's a calling, not because uh, we, we think that it might be, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, really a good at this time to be, to be like that. No, we feel it. We want to really do yes. it. Like Kamala, she, she's giving her uh, energy because it's what we give at, at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what we do. It's always energy. We are pure light. We are pure energy. Yes. Yeah, we are all love. Uh, I was told I was Pleiadian by Eric, I think. But uh, what about you, Pamela? What are you? <laughs> Hyadian. It's a linear and feline race. What's it called? Hyadian. Uh, uh, it's a relatively oh. unknown race of linear and feline beings from, from Lyra. Wow. wow. <laughs> awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. So, Maria, what should everyone from your standpoint, medical astrology uh, wise, get uh, the chart made to find out where their vulnerable spots in the future and what they be. I mean, what should the basic thing that everybody listening should, should get as far as services is concerned? Well, um, not all people have already a natal chart. If they don't have one, I will make one for them. That means I need birth time, their birth date, but very, very important is the birth place because that gives the ascendant. And from the ascendant, oh. I usually, I'm working from there because the ascendant is actually the outer body, 
how we uh, is a physical body, and some mm-hmm. is a character. So I concentrate on descendant, and from there on, uh, I, I calculate whatever I look into the chart. Uh, they will get um, normally written, or is it by Skype, by Zoom? I can tell them what they could do because obviously people want the solution. Yes. I try to give them a treatment, then it's up to them, obviously. I give, as a medical doctor, I can give a diagnosis. Astrologers over here are not allowed, not even to talk about um, um, health issues. And I find it correct because uh, if you're a medical doctor, you understand how it works, the body. But if you're an astrologer, you have no clue how uh, the, the body and the, the physiology and anatomy. If you know both, it's fine. But There we go, it, that's it, you. It's, I, I don't know how many we are as medical astrologers. I think we are very few. I don't know. I never looked into it. But it's, uh, I, I, say, I say always, it's ethic. Do your job with uh, um, really in a serious manner, uh, not playing around with health. Because no. if it, I, I can tell you, Elisa, take vitamin C, fine. But I don't know how you, your immune system will respond. You have to, yeah. I don't know if your body is assimilating the stuff that I'm telling you. Okay? Yes. So I yeah. have to consider many, many, many aspects from the health point of view or medical. And then mm. the solution for the, for the, for the client. And, wow, uh, so but I will do it only for them. Yeah, that's so cool. And the fact that you can also help our beloved pets, or I should call them animal companions. All right, so this is interesting. You know what we should do, Maria? You and I should make a YouTube where you are discussing, you know, you do and discuss somebody's natal chart, whether it's mine, Pamela's, one of your patients. Well, that's, I don't know the laws behind that, but know how it actually works. That'd be cool. And you don't have to be up at 1 yes. o'clock. We can do it early. So, Well, I don't so, have a problem with that because I work anyway at night. Oh. All right, so By how, the way, Elisa, you wanted to know about pets. Uh, oh, yes, yes. With pets, it's exactly the same because I, uh, I, had, uh, I have my doggy. I have a Westie. Um, hmm. She had problems with um, her bladder. I had already the feeling that something was wrong, obviously, because it's my pet and I have her since she's a baby. Uh, now she's five years old. And really, uh, uh, when Pluto was transiting over her ascendant, mm. she got really trouble. I had to let her operate in February. She oh. had a stone in her bladder about three centimeters big. Oh, my gosh. So you I bet can she got anemic. Uh, she, oh. she would have been dead. She, uh, I, I immediately went to the to the hospital because I mean I'm I'm not a veterinarian, so I took her to hospital. They did the operation. I took her home the the, the same day. But I looked at her chart, and I'm not joking. People can take me for crazy. I don't care. But we know you're really, not. It showed me. It really showed me that. She had problems with uh, with uh, with stones because I I, really, I could show it on her chart. That's fascinating. So pets are exactly the same. 
Yeah, that's cool. That's what if you don't know the time of their birth, though? Well, we usually take 12 o'clock noon. Oh, okay. That sounds good. All right, so yeah. I'm going to also talk about this at the end, but how do they get in touch with you? Um, do they get in touch with you by uh, your email? Is that the best way? Like geoforce at zoho.com? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. And it's in the episode description, guys. And I will put it on when I make this into a YouTube. And of course, you know, Pamela's Pamela Erlen, uh, com, And I will put that there too. Um, are, uh, Maria, are you and Pamela and Eric? Hi, Eric. I love you. Are y'all ready to take a call from listeners? I mean, questions yes. from listeners? All right. Yeah. Let's do this thing then. Let me see who we got. We have somebody from the um, 945 area code. Unmute them. Come on, unmute. Sometimes I have to do it twice. All right, here we go. 954 area code. Hi there, how you doing? Yes, hi, how are you? I'm fine. Who's this? Uh, My name is Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Yes, hi, how are you? Uh, are you taking general questions or just uh, pertaining to the sh- show Whatever or pertaining? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, well, I was just wondering, you know, with everything going on in the year, uh, how am I for relationship? Um, you know, I, I, um, you know, it's like we're, we're practicing just being home and isolated and sort of. Mm. So I was just wondering what your take on that is. You want that for Eric or your guides or from uh, from 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 Eric? Yeah, all okay. my guides, whoever comes through. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Hey, um, Sharon, I don't think that I understood the question actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I just wanted to know if if um, my guides or Eric see me in a relationship this year um, oh, okay. at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric, uh, point his finger to one of your guides um, who has, like, it's like a Yuli or Julie, I get J-U-L or something like that. And then she said, you know, it's a matter of the way that she sees a person is different than the way that she would expect. And now Eric's saying, please loosen up your thought process about how you would meet someone when it comes to love. You know, and he wants you to kind of think way outside the box. It's kind of a weird thing to say during a quarantine, right? He's like, mm-hmm. I know, right? But he's saying that it is going to come. It is this year. It's just not the way you expect. It's not one of these like romantic scenarios that you're like, oh yeah, that's that's right. It, it just happens to be when you're in a really hard time. And it's as you start to come out of the quarantine. And in when, um, you know, our country kind of goes more out of that bell curve of illness and starts to get better, that'll be roughly the time they meet the person. But Eric says, um, it's just not, you have a type and it's not like really your type and you're not looking at that person because like they're not your type or whatever. And he needs you to loosen up on that too so that you don't oh. like, um, kind of, he mm-hmm. needs you to <laughs> pull the wool off your eyes because sometimes you kind of like, I know. you know, yes. I did. I know. I wasn't looking for the type that I eventually married at all. This <laughs> impoverished uh, clip-on ties from whatever, Kmart, high-water pants, uh, 
making four hundred dollars a month, but it worked out. All right, let's go on to the next one. But as we are doing you. that, you bet that. Um, as we're doing before, we do that. Um, I was wondering, Pamela, if we can get Maria D'Angelo, D'Angela or D'Angelo, D'Angelo, D'Angelo. <laughs> can we get Maria Johnson's uh, grandmama in here? We can. Yes, please. Nonna. Nonna. Mm-hmm. Um, she's handing me a fruit that I've never seen before, and it's green. And on the outside of it, like she's putting it in my hand, and the outside, the skin of it feels like kind of prickly and funny. And she's opening it up, and she's like, you know, that's the key to something you've had your mind on. And she said, it's very healing, and it's very green, and there's something that she wants to share with you about this fruit. I don't quite understand the um, it, but she hopes she will. <laughs> okay. I think I, I got it. I, I think I know what she, what she meant with it. What is the it's fruit? It, it's not like something that I, as an American, see in grocery stores. It's something that, um, you know, Dr. Maria would understand. Uh, like that's her answer for something she's been looking for for a while with um, medicine and health. Cool. What is it, Maria? Yes. Uh, it's, it's, um, it's like a citrus fruit, but has a but, little bit of a, a funny, funny a skin, like mm-hmm. bubbles. Mm-hmm. That's oh. exactly what it looks like. Yeah, and she said inside, she says it has a weird texture inside too, and that it's not something that people really think about insofar as healing, and it's um, it's just like this hidden mystery that actually is very, very, very healing um, for this virus, as well as for the release of inflammation or healing of inflammation. Cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the name is in, in English. Uh, I, I at the moment I, I I don't I don't get the English word. But you know what the, it is. Yeah, I know what That's it is. Fine. But I want to say on this. Uh, uh, by the way, I use the avocado. You will laugh at me. The avocado inside the kernel of the avocado. Oh yeah. I have oh. been using that against cancer, and it it has worked. Uh, wow. Wow. That's cool. You guys, if, if any of you guys know anybody with cancer, you give them that information. That I is... have enough plants because I have about 250 different plants in my house, so I'm plenty of wow. Oh, my God. You've got that watering can out 24-7. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's awesome. Thank you, Maria Dundell. Thank you. And, um, Thank you. Yeah, Thank that's you. awesome. Okay, now we've got somebody from the 303 area code. Hi there. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Good. Good. Oh, aren't we all? Oh. Yeah. So, yes, we yeah. Are. What you got for us? What kind of question can I ask? How do you how do you Anyone like the question you to be? Whatever you want, sweetie. Whatever you feel. Can I ask, you need to can know. Can I ask yeah. a health question? Can I of ask course. a health question? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um. I won't go into the history. I just kind of, I, and I'm doing a lot on my own right now in terms of um, especially alternative health and diet and things of that nature. And I just wondered if there's anything more I can do to assist the healing of my shoulder joints. Um, so 
Well, I don't, being that we have a, a medical intuition and a doctor and a, I'm like, which one are you talking to? Which, um, is that All of us, I guess. Or maybe Eric can guide us. Eric, who needs to, I mean, what, what, is, what do you have wrong with your children? What's wrong? Is it uh, osteoarthritis? I actually would like to speak with a medical um, astrologer because I do astrology and I know some Good. things about medical astrology as well. So I actually am very, very interested in the medical, you know, in the astrologer's uh, input on this. Um, I actually happen to know my chart very well as well. But I'd be very interested from that perspective just because astrology is a personal passion for about half my life. That sounds right. That's all right. So you okay? You want to know about? Um, I I didn't hear. Is it is it arthritis or something like that? Because I, I couldn't hear it. It's a number. It's a number of issues in both of my shoulder joints. They have different issues and some similar issues. It's long, complicated story. It is not only arthritis. It's a number of things. Not going to go into the details. And, well, you might need um, to go into the details. The, I mean, but is, the, is, is it the right only or, or the, the, the left uh, side? Which, both. which side is, it's is both. it? It's both. It's both. Of them. Um, may I ask but you a direct the, question if, if it's possible? Mm-hmm. Are you still there? What? What's the issue? She wants to ask you a question, a direct question, if yeah. it's possible. Yeah, that's fine. Um, are you taking too much on your shoulders? Like the Atlas that is holding the, the entire world on top of Ooh. the shoulder? Am I taking too much on my shoulders? On your shoulders. Oh, burden. Um, yes, it's I, a burden. No, I, I'm, from I'm others. I've been working on that as well. I've been working on it on okay. a very alternative health, multi-level, very, very, very uh, many things that I have done. Um, this is a complicated history, and mm-hmm. I I don't know what more I can do to, if there is anything more I can do at this point to help them well, uh, heal. Um, I, I guess from from experience, out of experience, I'm talking um, that uh, your body is over acidy, and it's stuck in your shoulder because it can be anywhere in the body, but there is a weak point. Um, it depends also on on your diet. I, I, are you eating diary? Are you eating? Uh, are you drinking milk? Uh, stuff like that. Because I, have, that is... I have made I have made many changes to my diet. I'm a I'm on a very disciplined diet mm-hmm. with an anti-inflammatory um, a theme. Um I am already way ahead on that. I'm way ahead on supplements and everything else in that regard as well. Um, well I don't that? like dairy. I don't drink yeah, milk at all. Ion? What about those ion drops, Pamela? That you talk about that um, no. alkaline. The, uh, the the body. No, no, no? That, that that won't work for this um, because it's way deeper, according to Eric, than what she's presenting. But I won't comment unless she wants his um, his information. Well, what fine. about you? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and you know, at this point, I you know, why not? Why not see what everyone might have to say? If they can 
something I can add to my already extensive rehab. Um, right. Uh, go ahead, Eric. And what, what I'm going to say is you probably need to hook up with uh, Maria Johnson and, yeah. and let her help you, okay? Um, okay. Another person you might consider is Andy Hahn, Dr. Andy Hahn. Um, okay. You know, he might be able to help you too. I've got video, YouTube of, of some of the stuff he does. But I think a good starting point is Maria Johnson. Eric, go ahead. Okay. And then we'll go to the next caller. Um, he says that she holds inflammation in a unique way, not outside of her joints, but inside of it. So there could be like really like um, he's showing me like when bones rub against each other and there's air and there's this popping noise that's not you know, exactly normal when there's too many pockets in there for a certain reason in relation to inflammation. So it's not just air, like when, with most people. And he also says um, that there's a genetic component that is currently, this, yeah, is not being treated and possibly unknown. So um, it reminds me a little bit, as a medical intuitive, it shares some symptoms of Ehlers-Danlos, but again, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not diagnosed to treat anyone. Or yeah, but you're a medical that. intuitive. That's cool. Ehlers-Danlos is kind of like Marfan, where you have hyperelastic uh, connected tissue. Yeah. So it's um, interesting. Uh, so maybe a, maybe a geneticist would be another thing. But I would start with yeah. Maria Johnson and maybe a session with Eric through Pamela, cause she, especially because of the fact that she is a a, um, a medical intuitive. And then, you know, let, let's just, you've done so much. Let, let's do this piecemeal and in, 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 you know, in an intuitive fashion instead of throwing all the darts against the wall and seeing what happens. But I say, and I don't know, Eric, I think I'm, it's coming from you. Start with Maria Johnson. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All righty. Okay, you bet. All right. Okay. Well, all right. Awesome. Wow. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Let's go on to the next person. If I can unmute this. I don't know what's wrong with my clicker. Uh, okay. 7700 area code. Hi there. Welcome to the show. How are you Hi. doing? I'm good. Hey. How are you? We're Hi. good. Who are you guys talking about? Yeah. What's your name? My name is Maddie, and I'm calling from Georgia. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Maddie. Hi. Hi. Do you guys help with dreams? Oh, I don't help with anything. I leave it to the rest of the people on the call. I do. So, (laughs) (laughs) go for it. Well, I, I had a dream last night that I was an eagle, and I flew way. See, I don't know. I was flew way up in the sky on a pole. Took my claws wow. and I held onto that pole and I stretched my wings high, and I woke up and I say, I was, uh, and I flew that high, and I was on a high pole looking way up in the sky with my arms up. I'd be my scared wings. shitless. Oh my god! But go ahead. Just saying. Uh, okay, go ahead. So what does that mean? What does it symbolize? I thought maybe you could help me decipher it. I'm yeah, online, no, I'm, and I looked at it, what it meant online. No, don't. Well, you know. Okay, Eric or anybody, Pamela, uh, Maria, what, what does that all mean? Um, well, I don't know which one you want to hear from, but um, I was having a hard time with bone connection. It was kind of cutting off, and what I got out of this was you had a dream that you're an eagle with your arms stretched out, and then something about I had about flown me. way up in the sky and, and, and took my paws and held onto a um, 
held on to the pole, you know, standing there, and just flipped my wings like, like I was looking up in heaven, you know. So on top of a big, a big tall pole. Mm-hmm, up in the sky, way up in the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what does it mean? Um, it depends how you felt. Emotions are your biggest guideline about that. Mm-hmm. You're afraid, that's going to tell you what you feel about freedom. Now, the majority of the country right now in this scenario, particularly being that you just had a dream, um, dreams with eagles have to do with your liberation and your ability to breathe in regards to how free you feel right now. And if you want to outstretch your wings and, and be up on a pole, you are trying to get closer to God. Mm. So were okay. you scared? Did this dream, what kind no, of emotion? No, I wasn't afraid. Once I knew my claws was, was, was uh, uh. clenched down on that pole and I was steady, that's when I was able to let go and just raise my and and um and I say so you're ready I to embrace your freedom maybe I don't know what do I know what? you maybe you're ready to sit down and look at my life and and decide it for myself go within yeah balance too if you what you just said oh. was very was very indicative of you saying well once I knew that my claws could grasp the top of the pole and I'd be okay then I'd stretch my arms out freely that's yeah. um, just a way of saying, okay, if I balance out my life appropriately, I will feel okay to be free. I'll give myself permission to be free. Wow. God, it's so deep. I got chills. Oh. All right, Maddie, thank yeah. you for calling in, babe. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. <clears throat> so interesting. Wow. All right, so uh, let me see. We are talking to somebody from the... 602 area code. It takes forever for the, the little progress bar to go and just hook these people up. 602 area code, how you doing? Welcome Hi to there. The show. Hi. Hi. Oh, my Who's gosh, it? Elise. I just want to say you're like a movie star to me. Thank you so much for all oh you do. Not no, I know. I my kids or my, or my husband. <laughs> if you knew all of my quirks and flaws, you would run for the hills, okay? So. Oh, my gosh. I'm saying that because I've watched you since the beginning, and you've helped oh, me so me? much, Eric. Oh. oh, yes. Thank you so much. Well, you made oh, me feel okay. so good right now. Thank you. <laughs> I hope so, because I'm so excited. My kids are right here with me, and I'm just overwhelmed with joy. So I'm calling about my husband passed away on January 28th. His name was Mark Arias, and my name's Lori Arias. Thank you. So I wanted to know if there was any messages, important messages for me and my kids. And also, one more thing, if he happened to come into my nephew in a kind of a light dream. So those are my questions. What was the last one? About um, your nephew? My nephew, yeah, my nephew is schizophrenic, but I guess they say they're more open to things. Yeah. Oh, okay. you know? So he had visions or like a talk with my husband like four days after he had passed. I oh. want to know if it happened or if it was just a, um, you know, a mental issue with him yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> and And what is the husband's name again? It's Mark Arias, M-E-R-C, Arias. Thank you. He says, you know, it's always both with that kid. We got to love him. <laughs> he said, and of course I would choose him to come through. Um, I need oh. you to understand. 
understand more about how he is because you are one of the few people who do get him and do understand him and do try to get it without judging him in this in, in the way that maybe some other people do. So he went him for a reason for comfort um, to comfort him. But he also said he's like kind of like yelling at me in, a, in an excited way. And he's going, the cat, the cat. I, I, I come around in this cat and I do it often and it's one cat. <laughs> so he said, to the cat, you know. Um, and he also said that he loves you all so very much. And he really looks forward to some uh, traditions that you follow, that you celebrate in this upcoming winter, that you're going to celebrate again. It was like his favorite thing that you guys used to do. And he's like, winter's going to be awesome. You better make it awesome. I love you. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know what about a cat because yeah. nobody has yeah, a cat. Tell me about the, yeah, what about the cat? Yeah, it came around right at the same time. It's not hers, but a cat just came around um, her, I guess it's, she said her nephew or whatever it was, and then came around like three other times, and the cat was trying to get his attention and things a like that. Cat? Like a like a wild cat, a stray cat or something? Or I don't know. Somebody, cat on somebody, the other side? No, it's not on the other side. It was, it was a real cat, orange, <laughs> or tabby wow, striped orange. Yeah. I know. We nobody, nobody in my family has cats, so I don't know. No, they don't have to. It could be in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Okay. Yeah, but it tried to get, um, you know, that kid's attention when it happened that he tried to, the cat tried to get his attention. So that was something, and um, he paid attention to it, but no one else did. So that's something you can know. But it's not a pet. It's just a cat just keeps coming around and meowing at him, and he just wanted um, – you know, the kid to know this, this, this boy you're talking about that, um, that that's him trying to say hello. And Aww. also he just says, I love you. And there are specific traditions that we follow this winter that I really am looking forward to just observing and watching you guys. That's cool. Oh. All right. Look out okay. for the orange cat somewhere in the neighborhood. <laughs> I don't know. And also, <laughs> really, right. Well, read the, the blog post. I can't remember if it was a YouTube or just text about schizophrenia. How Eric describes it is amazing. It's just, uh, incredible, like fiber optic lamp. And so it's cool. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for calling. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. All right. Let me see here. Got somebody from the 561 area code. Almost to the end of the show. Hi, guys. Wait, it didn't mess, Hi, well, guys. Did it mess up? Oh, no, it didn't. Good, good. All right, good. Hi, Hello. guys. Hi, back. How are hey, you? How are you guys? Good, good. good. Oh, I love the Dr. Maria. She's awesome. Is she Thank amazing? You. Amazing. Yes, that's amazing. Wise energy. And I listen to Pamela, and I listen to you, Alisa. You guys are awesome. Um, you are, too. A quick question. Oh, no, no. Um, yeah, you are. Uh, I want to hear from Eric or Pamela about my job. Um, how far will I get in my job and my boss? What is my boss? I get mixed signals from him. I don't know how to read him. Yeah. So can you give me your first name? Martha. Okay. What's your boss's first name? Mark. Okay. Okay. I knew it would oh, be Mark. I don't know why. 
<laughs> Eric says that he has a lot of components that are very much like Asperger's, that one day he could feel like he's connecting, and, and if he gets really excited about something, he feel like he's connecting, but most of the time, he's just... Um, doesn't understand social reciprocity. He just can't get how to, he, he cannot get it. He cannot get how to connect to you. Um, so it's just like that you guys are very different types of human beings. Um, well, how so do he connect yeah. better? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, so yeah, I, I get that. And it mm-hmm. sounds really strange, but how can she help the relationship between the two of them? She can't because he doesn't know how to be social. He doesn't know, but Eric said he doesn't. No, he doesn't know how to have those type of relationships. He's, he, he would be not the right person for his job title and for his position. Like whoever hired oh, that God. particular, it's just wrong. It's not a good fit. So for that reason, you're not being held back, but you're definitely um, just, there's a stagnation going on, you know, in, in the job right now. And it's because of this connection with this person and you got to kind of maneuver your way around that Eric says he moves his hands around because you got to maneuver differently <laughs> oh my god mm-hmm. maybe you should take over jeez mm-hmm. or reminds me of the uh was it uh Robin Hood uh Disney thing where the guy says kill him I just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding Mom. okay Eric's like mom so, mom no now <laughs> no oh my god. So will I be moving up in the, in the, in the company? Eric said, I need you to look at this differently. That person's moving around. Is, is he showed me an image of musical chairs and he said, you won't oh, believe God. me. You can call me back when it happens. That person moves around because so many people can't connect in the way that they need to to get work done appropriately. Um, that basically there's a move around that you don't expect, which allows you to move up because you end up working with um, a different superior that's more supportive wow. of you. So that's what you can look forward to. And it's, it's a little while away. It could be around like winter of this year, early winter of this year, but there's a move that's around that. Of next year, you mean? No, or this year. No, this year. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds exciting. Okay, All right, well, I think that's awesome. Time- it's time we close the show. Thank you guys for calling in. And you guys, Maria Johnson, you know, look, I mean, come on. She's awesome. <laughs> you got to connect with her with all her badassery at geoforce at zoho, com, And, you know, Pamela, come on. Pamela Arlen, A-A-R-A-L-Y-N.com. So, 90 seconds. I love you, Eric. I love you, Maria Johnson. Let's do a Zoom uh, YouTube together. I love you, Pamela. Thank and you very you guys, much. Maria and Pamela, you guys hook up to, to, to do what we talked about before the show. This was fun. Now, Maria Johnson, go get some sleep. Talk to you later. Thank you very much. Good night to everybody. Take care. Good night. Stay safe. I love you, Eric. I love you too, Mom. Bye. Bye, Eric. Bye, Pamela. Bye. 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 Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.